0: Hallelujah. Praise the Lord Jesus. So good to be back online as we consider our week running through. We need to be fed during the middle and strength be ministered to us. Hallelujah. Let's look to the Lord who is worthy. In the name of Jesus, we worship you. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to your holy name. Glory to your holy name. Glory to your holy name. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus.
1: Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus. Hallelujah! 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 Hamashara barandere borundo shikere mende. We give you thanks, la presento robusta babal balmariente. Thank you, Lord, ribedebriste brebbelisto, fare ante. Alleluia, zupro luco robusto, fevre minos che prendevi dello sombro cabalande. Thank you, Father, zoro Presti pelegerichesti. Rendo brende li crusu cote baracadenge, hallelujah, racuzorocuto crubolucoposto, friendelendo rocusa worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you, hallelujah, zamamanda repari cosorocuta alla alabosendere meso bocurota porosso Worship and adore you, Rapazandarabacarianderediste, Kamaduku Roku cerebel Ashata kama karaba. Oh hallelujah, Rapazabaranderediste. Worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you, Lord, Rapadabarabacaseriente, for He is Lord. He is Lord, he has risen from the dead, and he is Lord, every knee shall bow, every tongue confess, that Jesus Christ is the Lord. Halibasheberemende. Worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you. Rokosiprete prete pepelite para cassinde. Rubo zi pristo presete ritorocus Ricosto presil che los prendi minco tu previsto ruke che ACOSUCO REPEPILITO a cosso repilito coro co belle presti vrondo si prediche semba la gera caste a toro store PABRILITA rilita bara DONGELA presti frendo cura patare steli su presteli amacando co rufa d'engeli precasta Ama te cote criste pra peto custo li barbala dicroto copre lista massa prelia Hallelujah, rosimans to sto li preveli troku e poro coste pra san polo centeriste haleluya la moko ra pala pracasandra makasandra makasanteriste prezeli evrimesto ra man sto re tele E fre loto brando crediva, dunde brisque pra le hallelujah, ze pro loco Christi. Worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you. Tracusonte rocusto bremenge de remando, e ne crufo fra vincro pravide, al motoro semembre lique para sante, el grudo fra, vandolo, ger, caler, Alacura son cremel terra pavrelo, Brambala dolibramba, Temre We worship you, we worship you, we worship you, we worship you. Hamasamarante rokuste, prasal para Thank you, Jesus, labro mocute pralifasalanda. Thank you, great king, halabos socoris sabraste. Worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you. Worthy, 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 worthy! Hallelujah! In the name of Jesus, Taprabala Rakasante. Oh, Hallelujah! Amana Krafala bamalandariante Riante. Rupus Koplevete Rusoko. Eri Priska Prasivisto Rapazante we give you thanks, we give you thanks, we give you thanks, we give you thanks, we give you thanks. Hallelujah Rapusipresti Frifiteri. Thank you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah prante Capo Gusto Mamatore Bidi Grande. Hallelujah, Mangeriste!
0: Oh, you're worthy, 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 worthy. We lift up your name, Lord Jesus. Thank you for paying the price. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for bringing us to our Father. Thank you, mighty Holy Spirit, for agreeing to stay with us and be with us. Hallelujah. Thank 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 you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord. We welcome your tender mercies in this place, Lord. Hallelujah. We call every need met in the name of Jesus, every oak destroyed in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Praise the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. What a wonderful day to serve the Lord. Hallelujah. Let's open up our Bibles, first of all, to the book of Proverbs, chapter 22. And let's read there, verse 4. By humility and the fear of the Lord are riches and honor and life. Hallelujah. By humility and the fear of the Lord are riches and honor and life. Praise God. There is something about being humble and humble. Being in the fear of the Lord that causes riches and honor and true life to be our portion. Hallelujah. And sometimes there's so much uh, to be understood in the misunderstandings of this so-called humility that uh, we need to have a fresh thinking again and again. And then there is something called the fear of God, which again is sometimes misunderstood and it becomes religious and uh, just all kinds of things can interfere because we are here and we are also in the gaze of man and sometimes we forget that it's the Lord that we are fearing, it's the Lord that we are reverencing. So this consciousness of doing it in the presence of God is what we are Concerned about that, his eyes are upon us, his face is right there, and his ears are open right there, just all the time. Being aware of that produces a humility and a consciousness and a reverence for the Lord. And he says, By that come riches and honor and life. Hallelujah. And these are not constants. They can vary based on our choices and our life at various times. The person who wrote this was Solomon and David and people like that, that were the core of the Proverbs and wisdom of God poured out. But they were natural people like anyone else. They had their own stuff to deal with. So we do change from various positions uh, but the Lord never changes. Hallelujah. And so we just constantly adjust and come back to that optimal place. Hallelujah. This here, Proverbs 22, 4 in Canada also. Praise God. It's so nice to see the speed at which things happen there. Praise God! But over there, the fifteenth chapter of Proverbs, we notice the last verse, verse thirty-three: "The fear of the Lord is the instruction of wisdom, and before honor is humility." Hallelujah! The fear of the Lord is the instruction of wisdom; before honor is humility. Praise God! So this thing called instruction is tied into the fear of the lord and then you have this beautiful product of wisdom and honor and all of the humility and the fear being so tied together to bring forth life the more abundant life hallelujah the honorable life in order to get all of this going together we need to yield in certain areas constantly so that you have the whole package. Not everybody gets the whole package. Some people, they live long but they don't have honor. They they live long but they don't have you know, the necessary finances and wherewithal. Some people have finances and live long but they have a miserable, dishonorable life attached to their name also. So all of these uh, variables; these things are there, so one has to strive to do it right. And thank God, there's a right way. There's a way that God appreciates and God uh, gets involved with, and gives you that honor, the riches, and the length of days, and the life that is full, complete package. Praise God. As here also, Proverbs 15:33
2: in Canada. Kartana Bhayavu Padesha Gauravakke Madalu Kartana Padesha
0: Hallelujah. Glory to God. So we have to uh, self-examine and check for ourselves again and again. If we are concerned, of course, that we want the true honor, the true riches, the life that is life indeed. That God calls life, not just existence, not just living, you know, like an animal, uh, just living some biological thing out there. But we're talking about a life that God calls honorable, that God uh, would love to promote. But that has to do with wisdom or instruction and humility. Notice in the earlier verses of that 15th uh, chapter of Proverbs, it goes on to uh, verse 30. It says, "The light of thine of the eyes rejoices the heart, and a good report makes the bones fat. Hallelujah, glory to God. The light of the eyes rejoices the heart. Praise God. And um, you could see that our joy is based on certain kinds of thinking, fellowshipping with a good report. And that affects the bones. That affects our health. Hallelujah. Um, Speaking of the light and the joy, you would remember that uh, talking about John the Baptist, that people were willing to rejoice in his light at that time. And you know that Abraham saw the day of the Lord, and Abraham rejoiced to see that day all quoted from John, the 8th chapter, the Lord Jesus talking about these things. And so we can see that revelation causes joy, understanding and light causes one to expect, hopefully, praise God. And therefore, we need to fellowship with good reports, and a good report must also have, as we've been seeing in Philippians 4, all of these other uh, adages, things that you can combined together hallelujah it can't just be a good report but it must also be uh, a pure report and a lovely uh, report hallelujah and one that is uh, just or fair all of these things go together virtuous report hallelujah therefore we've uh, concluded that only the word of god has all those qualities at once Uh, Whatever else you see out there seems to have something lacking in these areas. But we are learning to focus more and more on what we are thinking about so that our joy can now affect other people and the light of the joy in our lives, in our eyes, can affect others. Hallelujah. Praise God. And it continues uh, almost directly into the ear that heareth the reproof of life abideth among the wise. This cannot be separated. Notice, the ear that heareth the reproof of life abideth among the wise. Hallelujah. Then he continues along the same frame of thinking. He that refuseth instruction despiseth his own soul, but he that heareth reproof getteth understanding. Praise God. And then we see what we quoted, the fear of the Lord is instruction of wisdom and before honor is humility. Notice that this instruction and correction will always be there if we are expecting to go higher and upward, if we are expecting to receive a truly blessed, honorable life. Hallelujah. We must never grow to a place where we think that We are beyond instruction and correction. And our ears have to be tweaked constantly uh, to hear and receive the instruction. Praise God. And that causes a freshness of light and life. Hallelujah. And that affects others also. And our own health and our own uh, length of days and our own honor is all tied in together in this place. I believe that you know by now that the book of Proverbs is a great book to read, uh, if you could, every day. Hallelujah. Praise God. It's good to make friends with the wisdom of God. Haha, <laughs> Glory to God, because it's God's own wisdom that he used to fashion everything that he created. He used that same wisdom and gave us the same wisdom. Hallelujah so all of these thoughts are in there maybe we can uh, start from um, verse 30 on to 33 again in kannada
2: kannugala <laughs> belaku hrudayavannu santosha padisuttade ollaya varthe yelugugalannu kushti maduttade jeevada gadarikegge kivi goduvavanu jnani gala naduve vasavagiddane Glory to God.
0: And so we see all of these things moved into the new covenant also in 2 Timothy, the third chapter. The 16th verse, it says all scripture is given by the inspiration of God. And is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. That the man of God may be perfect, and thoroughly furnished unto all good works. You can see the main bulk of what the scripture has been given for is instruction and correction. That is the main quality there. Notice, doctrine, reproof, correction, correction instruction in righteousness. So you can see that at least 70% of it involves instruction and correction. Hallelujah. So sometimes if you wonder, why is the word always trying to correct and why should there be always this correction? Because that is what it was given for by the inspiration of God. And that is where the prophet is. And that was God's idea because he looks at us and he sees that We are the ones that have imperfections. We are the ones that need correction, not Him. Hallelujah. He's perfect and we are not. Hallelujah. And Jesus is the only one who combined that perfection in man and God at the same time. And you saw that His life was perfect seed offered for us, then redeeming us from all of the curse and bringing us into fellowship with God. Hallelujah. And therefore, we could say that all of this was so that we could become more and more like Him. Hallelujah. Not more and more like ourselves, but more and more like Him. Hallelujah. It's His Word, and it is His plan. It is His purpose. We arrived on the scene one day, and we kind of took charge of our lives with all kinds of uh, good advice That if you don't take charge of your life, somebody else will take charge of it. Hallelujah. But then, guess what? We were supposed to be under the tutelage and instruction of God. He's the one who has charge of us. And thank God we are saved and we found that out. And we decided that we were going to listen to Him. And with Him was true life and honor. With Him was the blessing of length of days worth living. Hallelujah. We did not want to just live out there independent of God, but we wanted true honor. We wanted to respect Him and reverence Him and have it His way. Hallelujah. Sometimes that is a big contradiction because we have another nature that is uh, indwelling the flesh, uh, located somewhere in the flesh, this uh, anti. God, kind of thinking that rises up every now and then, and makes us embarrassed. Also, therefore, instruction has to flow again and again, and profit will be our portion. In Jesus' name, Hallelujah. Let's hear uh, 2 Timothy 3:16 and 17 also in Canada.
2: Barahagalanu Tiridavanagi Diela, Ā Barahagalu Krista, Esu in a Liruva, Mulaka, Rakshane Hundisuva, Jnana, and Nukuruva, the Keshaktawagi. Other Devara Manushinu Paripurna Nagi, Sakala, Satkaria, Griges, and Yesterday, I was
0: sorry. Yesterday, I was talking to a friend uh, whom I met many, many years ago, and um, he was among those who. Uh, influenced me they said something good uh, you know from the word of God and in those days I was quite tough character not that I'm any less right now I'm still a tough character you can tell but I want to be tough in the right direction hallelujah and that's he said he said you know many people started out and they're not in the word in the things of God anymore but it's nice to hear that you are still going ahead about 40 years later, you're still chugging along. That uh, when I met you in those days, you know, it was different. But it's good to know that you're still there. And I was thanking God. I was, You know, it was nice to hear that, praise God, From from the past, someone who saw your development could say that. And it is true, some started well, but then they kind of quit somewhere in between. And just to be able to go one day at a time and press forward is such a blessing, such an awesome thing. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And so we are grateful that it is the instruction and correction of God helping us to adjust again and again and keep the right things in view. Hallelujah. So that we may be perfect Thoroughly furnished unto every good work. Hallelujah. And that meaning that we were not uh, perfect. And that we could have imperfections. And that God wants us to approach perfection. To be constantly complete. Hallelujah. Glory to God. That is the truth. And thoroughly furnished unto all good works. We were created for good works. Good works do not earn your salvation, but they are a product of your salvation. They are a product of accepting the life of God. We begin to live and bring forth good works. Hallelujah. Good works are what people see of us and are attracted to Jesus. Hallelujah. And so we are like a tree that has fruits, and people see the tree because of the fruits, because of the good works. Hallelujah. And this is what helps us to be furnished unto all good works. Thoroughly furnished unto all good works. To be equipped fully for these good works. Hallelujah. Amen. So make it uh, a, a conscious and an unconscious desire to receive instruction, correction, even reproof when it comes from God, through His Word, through good counsel, even from people that you may look at and think, "Who are you, but as long as it is God speaking, even through a donkey, that is for our benefit because He is thinking about our prophet. Hallelujah. Praise God. So let's hear Second Timothy three, sixteen and
2: seventeen also in Canada. <inaudible>
0: Hallelujah. Of course, there is a part of us that needs to be humbled in order to receive correction. All of us have that. Praise God. I was uh, in a flight one day and the air hostess, they've become like that. They keep checking to see whether you have your seat belt on and Whether you have kept all your bags away, or are you still holding on to some bag, uh, etc., you know. And I'm always holding on to some bag. So I was uh, doing a clever job of it, but it was becoming irritating. And I thought to myself, what? I was flying before this girl was born. Hallelujah. So nobody likes these instructions and somebody hovering over your life and checking, is your belt on, do you still have a bag? You know, it's not fun, but as long as, <laughs> as long as it is God and it is profitable from God's viewpoint, from God's eye uh, viewpoint, that, that is all that matters. Hallelujah. We just have to say, well, praise God. I'm, I'm humbling myself. This is God. This is His instruction. He's looking about profit that I cannot even see yet. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, thank God for all of these truths. As you uh, ponder and pray and consider, especially the New Covenant, you will notice that so many things in the New Covenant are dealing with the heavenly perspective. Hallelujah. You begin to see uh, a lot that's going on in heaven. You begin to see uh, the throne. You begin to see the transactions that our eldest brother, the great high priest, and our uh, mediator, our great shepherd... All of those things become more unveiled in the new covenant and the church age. And so there's so much uh, out there concerning the invisible realm that we are supposed to become uh, so concerned about as though it is so real to us. Hallelujah. And uh, that's, that's the truth about what the church age and the urge, age of grace is all about. And so we have to keep our eyes uh, ready to imagine You know, imagine what God is saying about the spirit realm. There's a lot of imagination that has to be captured about the spirit realm. Hallelujah. And, um, you know, things that are in heavenly realms, you know. So we are supposed to be living uh, in two places at once. Hallelujah. There's so much of that. The uh, places in the Gospels that Jesus talks with his disciples do not have Much of that, but here and there he does say something like, What would happen if you saw the Son of Man ascending to heaven? You know, praise God. And if he came from heaven, etc. Things like that. Let's move on to another scripture with those kind of thoughts. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Paul has a way of talking which uh, only he had. Uh, you know, that particular revelation, that particular voice that was given uh, to him to speak and address the church. Very unique way of speaking. Very educated person. Uh, In the flesh, he was a very high-placed person. Highly placed person. And he could boast about so many things in the flesh. But um, he had become humbled by the Great Holy One of Israel when he walked on that uh, when he fell from his high horse and hit the floor on the way to Damascus praise God and so some things in his life just permanently changed and uh, his language was different from a lot of people's language and you can see that his letters have that kind of emphasis but let's read Second Thessalonians and observe there the 3rd chapter And uh, verse 4. And we have confidence in the Lord touching you. That you both do and will do the things which we command you. Hallelujah. Praise God. Notice that he said he had certain confidence in the Lord. Touching them. Concerning them. Hallelujah. Concerning these believers that they would both do and would continue to do the things which they commanded. Hallelujah. Sometimes it's hard to accept the fact that the Word of God is not just a request, but actually a command. Hallelujah. We are expected to comply, and it is for our benefit. Hallelujah. It's not meant to limit us, but it's meant to perfect us. Hallelujah. But the perfection has to be seen from God's viewpoint. <clears throat> Some of these early meetings have their own challenges, but, you know, it's far better. When we started out, just staring at the camera was such a drag, so strange. This one-eyed person staring at you, and you have to focus, and I didn't like it at all. But as we got used to it, as the years passed on, I got so much carried away by that single eye looking at me, that I now prefer this single eye to many other eyes. Hallelujah. <laughs> what a strange thing. Hallelujah. And um, may God have mercy on us. Hallelujah. So notice here, he says, we have confidence in the Lord touching you, that you both do and will do the things which we command you. Hallelujah. There is a confidence in the Lord concerning the congregation concerning the flock of God that one should have that what is being spoken what is being taught what is being preached and released from the pulpit uh, will be done and that is a good confidence because it's in the Lord hallelujah and that it will be done and it will continue to be done hallelujah and it will be taken as a command it will be taken not just as a request uh, but as a command, we want to please people. We don't want to hurt people. We, we want to do the right thing. And some of us, you know, we are uh, conscious of being political campaigners. Uh, I would have been a politician maybe if I were not saved. I would have been on that kind of place and, you know, trying to uh, secure votes from everybody or receive votes from everybody and try to be the nice guy. But um, You know, uh, in this, let's call it job, that we have, uh, it may not be like that all the time. You may not be Mr. Nice Guy. You may be the guy that nobody really would like to have around too much, and you have to deal with it. Amen. And, um, you know, praise God, that was not the kind of guy I wanted to be at all. I wanted to be the guy who would be accepted. So, forgive me if you spot any flaws while you're at it but let's just try and focus on the word itself more than so many other things hallelujah so Paul said I have this confidence in you in the Lord that you will do certain things and continue to do those things amen and then he continues with the second part of that thought and he says in verse 5 the Lord direct your hearts into the love of God and into the patient waiting for Christ. Hallelujah. So this is a progression of thoughts here. He's saying, the Lord direct your hearts into the love of God and into the patient waiting for Christ. Why should I do these things? Because it is expected. Why should I take the word of God and act on it? Because it is expected. And while you're doing it, all of this, while you're acting on, on the word of God, may you be directed to do it from a heart a certain kind of heart heart of love the heart of the love of god hallelujah and that with patience also patiently waiting praise god patiently waiting for christ hallelujah you know seeing the news nowadays you may be slightly impatient you may say lord take me now hallelujah (laughs) amen and that is true he could come today you know Uh, But he has not already come, that's for sure, praise God. He is still to come. And so there is a patient waiting that we are uh, enjoined to do. We are encouraged to do that. And um, it should be from inside. It shouldn't be just religious, you know, from outside, a set of works that we are trying to conform uh, to and be like uh, made out of a certain mold just from outside. But it should come from the heart of love, for instance, you know um, people give not because of the need of others, but because they are givers by nature. That is our nature. The, our nature has changed it's not uh, to be moved by uh, the needs of various you know, places and people, but rather to be moved by the nature inside us, religion pokes and pulls at the outside to draw the emotions so that uh, unfortunately most of the church world still has to be prodded and poked in the emotions before they'll do anything. But to act from inside and say, this is my nature and that's why I do it, because my nature is love and the love of God is my true nature, so I act on that, so I'm a giver. So I demonstrate the love of God In such a manner And the love of God is humble I'm not trying to pretend I'm acting from inside And the love of God can be uh, Subjected to All kinds of Humiliation and it will take it Because That is the love of God It is humble Hallelujah It is a uh, very patient Enduring love Amen. And all of us we sure could use a building up in the thoughts of love. Hallelujah. And patience, waiting for Christ, especially in these days. You and I may be the last group of people uh, known as the church, uh, you know, on the planet. Hallelujah. Let's see if we can read these also in Canada, 2 Thessalonians 3, 4, and 5.
2: Navu Nimage Ajna Pisuva Prakara Nivu madu Vati Rentalu Mundeu Madu virantalu Nima Vishali Katana Mulakavagi Namage Bharavasavuntu. Katanu Nima in the Kadu Kondiruva Hageu So
0: we are here to prove that the life of God and the works of God are done from inside out, not from outside in. From a conviction of our true nature, which is from above, which is of the Father's heart. And that is why we are doing what we are doing. Not from a fleshly standpoint, in fleshly energy, uh, to conform to some religious fashion. But rather, we are stirred up by the nature of God on the inside of us. Because our mind is being reminded again and again uh, that we are from above and we are as He is. We come from the spirit realm and our nature has truly changed. And there is a fight against the lower nature uh, which tries to dominate us. Hallelujah. And so uh, acting from that consciousness is what you could call the fear of the Lord. And true humility. Praise God. Not just trying to conform from the outside and uh, be religious. We are not religious people. Hallelujah. So you can see Paul had to clarify those kind of things in the book of Philippians when he said how he used to be so confident in the flesh. But then he came to a point where he valued everything and said it was done. And um, praise God for that point in his life. And he would rather be found in Christ. Uh, that place where it was not his ability but the very righteousness of God. That he his nature was Truly from inside working out. Hallelujah. Praise God. So you can see such thoughts also. Very, very powerful indeed. There are some words that Paul uses. And uh, thank God for apps and uh, helps that we have in understanding the true language of the Bible. Uh, it's a blessing. Praise God. So there are certain words that I used there. For instance, one of the words that would be... Their uh, reference now is to be found in Acts 13 on Paul's journey out there just after they had finished ministering to the Lord. That means they used to gather and minister to the Lord. Amen. Sometimes we're just ministering to people a lot. Hallelujah. But we need to be able to minister to the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And uh, we may be able to hear something that is different. Hallelujah, But in Acts 13, notice there that they make this journey and uh, they are on their way. Uh, they have come to a place uh, that is going to be known as today, maybe the Greek islands, you know. And to be precise, it was Cyprus. Cyprus was a great place and according to names and history, Cyprus was named after the Latin name for copper, which was Cyprium. In other words, it was very famous for copper, and it was prosperous because of that, and therefore it was a good place to go to. And, um, you know, they happened to go that way as they sailed away from uh, their original gathering in the book of Acts and chapter 13. And verse 4 says, They being sent forth by the Holy Ghost, departed into Seleucia, and from thence they sailed to Cyprus. And when they were at Salamis, they preached the word of God in the synagogues. So they went to some maybe mainline kind of places, traditional kind of places, and they preached the word of God. Hallelujah. Uh, You could say it in today's terms that those were more mainline or traditional type of gatherings that they went to over there in Salamis and preached and he goes on to say and they had John also or John to their they also had John to their minister hallelujah John was John Mark who wrote the book of Mark and uh, he was a relative of Barnabas and uh, close to Barnabas's family And he was all enthusiastic, and he enjoyed that whole uh, time in Cyprium, Hallelujah. Or uh, the city of Copper, and, you know, it's a nice, prosperous place. Hallelujah. And verse 6 says, when they had gone through the isle onto Paphos, you know, they crossed the whole island, you know, ministered and all of that. They found a certain sorcerer, false prophet, and, you know, it goes on that way about Elymas and, you know, all of that and the doctrine of judgment and God came out there and of course you know the story some deliverance took place some fear of the Lord came there but verse 13 says now when Paul and his company loosed from Paphos they came to Perga in Pamphylia and John departing from them returned to Jerusalem suddenly when he came to Pamphylia it looks like he had a Cold feet, and he decided to head back to Jerusalem. <clears throat> wow. Now, if you read uh, from the internet about Pamphylia, uh, you will notice that it was a place that was uh, inhabited by pirates. It was uh, a tough place, and even Alexander the Great had a very fierce battle in that area. But it was not a very easy place. Uh, you know, just to even preach. Let's just put it in that way. And so from nice city preaching, suddenly it became harsh terrain, harsh preaching areas. Somebody got a change of mind. You know, suddenly he's like, "Um, I'll take a rain check on this one. And he headed back to Jerusalem. And you know, this is chapter 13. Uh, Chapter 12 tells us in the 12th verse that actually... His mother was in Jerusalem. John's own mother. So what was it? It was like, Mommy! And he headed back. He headed back to Mama. (laughs) And uh, the least thing to say is that Paul was not very impressed. Paul was uh, not happy about that. Paul took note of that, and uh, it took a long time for Paul to forget about it. Praise God. Paul kept it in his memory banks that this guy, just because it wasn't easy and smooth terrain, he deserted us and backed off and went running to mommy. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Praise God. So there are some thoughts here that uh, we're thinking about. I mean, the Bible is written to all of us and we have thinking facilities but let us think rightly let us ponder about it according to the word of god hallelujah but our focus right now is the fifth verse over there in uh, acts 13 that john was added to them as their minister to their minister and the word for minister there is an interesting greek word which means a person who rows uh, the boat And to be precise, it's an under rower. Hallelujah. And uh, if you have seen the movie uh, where Charlton Heston is Moses or Ben-Hur. Yes, he's Ben-Hur. That's the movie. (laughs) Moses, you know. But he's Ben-Hur. Amen. And in that, he's this wealthy Jewish person that's eventually taken as a slave. And his number is 41. And he has to row. And there's this statement that he should row. Row well, 41, and live. So they used to take slaves and put them in the lowest portion of the ship. And they would be chained uh, to one another and chained to the oars. And their job was to just be rowing. And they would row to the beat of a drum. Doom, 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 doom. And they're rowing, and they're rowing, and they're rowing. So that was the word used there um, to depict the minister that uh, he was, you know, talking about being a minister here. He was saying, you are an under-rower. That means you're chained to the oars and your business is to just be rowing day and night. Just row, row, row your boat. Just go to the beat of the drums of the captain and the one who is in charge of that rowing. You, you don't have any plan of your own. You just go row, row, row. Hallelujah. And there were different levels of rowers there. There were the next level of rowers and the next. So there were like three levels of rowers. But the lowest was this first class of rowers, the under rowers. So John had admitted that he was going to be an under rower. Unfortunately, at a certain point, he decided to change his mind and said, I'm not rowing at all. (laughs) I'm not doing this rowing business here. I'm heading off to mama. (laughs) Hallelujah. And you cannot blame the poor fellow because, you know, he must have been just quite uh, inexperienced and immature at that point. But that's where every believer starts they start at that point of accepting that they are under rowers. And then, as time goes, they still are rowers, but they are, they are lifted up in their rowing. Hallelujah. Praise God. And then you wonder, who, who is the guy on top of the deck that is enjoying the journey? And guess who it is? The church people. Hallelujah. They're supposed to be the ones enjoying the journey. And you are just rowing away. <laughs> Every now and then, if you get a chance to come out and look at the deck, you may have some thoughts for them. You may say, man, I'm here rowing away and you're just enjoying the scenery. Can you see that? So every now and then, if you look out uh, on deck and see uh, those that are not rowing, you may not be very excited. You may be like, wow, I'm just rowing and rowing and rowing. I cannot choose where I want to row. I have to listen to the instructions of the one who wants me to row, the captain of the ship, and I should play it according to his drum, not my tune, the way he wants it, where he wants it, and I just need to row. Man, you talk about having to be instructed and corrected often, because every now and then you get a glimpse of the uh, scenery on deck, and it can affect you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. So uh, can you find fault with John that he bailed out at that moment when he realized, whoops, this is not like I thought. Sometimes it's not like you think. There's some hard rowing and some um, freedom from so many other things. Your, Your vision is limited to, I just need to do what the Lord wants me to do here. And I just need to be rowing in spite of what I may feel. I just need to keep doing the works that I was created for. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Ha, ha, ha. Let's see if we can read a little bit. Acts 13, uh, 4 um, 4 and 5
2: in then we can also And in Acts thirteen thirteen
0: talks about how he bailed out of rowing and headed off to Mama in Jerusalem.
2: Hallelujah.
0: All right, let's go look uh, at a similar usage of the word. In 1 Corinthians chapter 4, the same word is used again in verse 1. It says, Let a man so account of us, as of the ministers of Christ, and stewards of the mysteries of of God. Hallelujah. The word, therefore, ministers is the same kind of row, under rower mentality. Amen. But guess what? They have mysteries. They are the ones with the secrets. You know, and they're rowing because of these mysteries and so much of the invisible realm and the secret things of God is now their portion. You see, the reality that we are now. Uh, carriers of the mighty Holy Spirit that God's throne has moved to us and he is indwelling our born again spirit that we are now his temple we are his address and that it is real even though we may not feel like it causes us to humble and uh, yield to such a place that we say I will serve you I will serve you wherever whenever however praise God so these wonderful mysteries when unveiled to our soul will cause us to actually choose to serve and be the under rower no matter what hallelujah let's hear 1st Corinthians 4 verse
2: 1 notice here that they are
0: going to be slaves and just rowing away and whatever they are given that's what they have. Whatever is not given, well, they don't have it. It's as simple as that. And their ambition is only one direction to please the one who enlisted them to serve. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. So Paul could say there that he had certain thoughts and confidence towards the people who was ministering to, that they would do and continue to do those things. And they would do it in the love of God, in the, in the patient waiting for our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. One of these days, it's all going to turn around, and you will truly see that you are not just, uh, you know, what it looked like on the outside. You are a royal priest, and you are with Jesus, ruling and reigning with him, in even the ages and ages that are coming ahead. Hallelujah. And you will be decked. You will be carrying His honor with you, His decoration with you wherever you go. And what a wonderful time and what a wonderful sight it will be. But you will know that it was nothing you did. It was Him working in you. It was He energizing you, constantly changing your attitude, adjusting, trying to make it all... Perfect, so that you could rejoice one of these days and say, I'm so grateful, I'm so thankful, and I put my crown at your feet. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So, this is the actual language of these verses. Very interesting. Let's hear 1 Corinthians 4, verse 1, also in Canada. It is no wonder that once in a while we are afflicted with natural human thoughts and we sort of look at our rowing post and the whip from the controlling, overbearing master rowing and being beaten and being... Uh, Corrected and being treated like a slave, sometimes it elicits a response which is very natural and sometimes very crude. And, uh, you know, praise God, it happens. And our natural flesh man cries out to these things. Hallelujah. Amen. So maybe you can watch Ben-Hur again one more time and get into that mode. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Let's look at another scripture like that. And um, this time, we will probably read a little bit of a story also. How many of you like stories? Yes, I love stories. Like To be a child all over again, go back to storytelling. Hallelujah. Oh, praise God. Let's go to Acts 26. And the same kind of word is used there. And uh, Paul is now describing his... Uh, His encounter with the Lord Jesus on that road to Damascus. And it's worth reading the whole thing. And uh, sometimes we just quote it. But you know, reading it is very, very uh, interesting. Because your imagination is engaged again. Hallelujah. But um, let me start from some place like verse 10. Which thing also... We're reading from Acts 26 verse 10. Which thing also did I did... Which thing I also did in Jerusalem. And many of the saints did I shut up in prison. Having received authority from the chief priests. And when they were put to death, I gave my voice against them. This is who he used to be. This is his own testimony from his own lips. He's saying, I used to give authority and put believers to death. Hallelujah. That was his Own life. He said, verse 11, and I punished them often in every synagogue and compelled them to blaspheme. (laughs) And being exceedingly mad against them, I persecuted them even unto strange cities. He said he, he was kind of like a maniac, he was possessed and he had demonic inspiration. And he used to tell them to recant and to say, I'm not a believer and Jesus is not God. He would force them to recant and blaspheme. And he would persecute them even to any other city. He would follow them like that, mad crazed, like that, demonically inspired. Sounds interesting. This is who he used to be. Verse 12, whereupon as I went to Damascus with authority and commission from the chief priests. Now he's talking now about that faithful journey. Verse 13, at midday, O king, I saw in the way a light from heaven above the brightness of the sun. So this is midday sun and this light is brighter than the midday sun. Shining round about me and them which journeyed with me. There's only one thing brighter than the midday sun. And that's the glory of God. Hallelujah. And that is where our father dwells. And that is where you were born again from. That is your actual place. That is where you came from. Hallelujah. And God saw that. And when Adam failed, he fell from that glory. He fell from that place. And humanity became plagued with that fallen nature. But when you got saved, guess what? You made that transition. Glory came and overwhelmed you. And glory is on the inside of you right now. Praise God. Hallelujah. The brightness that was brighter than the noonday sun. Shined round about me and them which journeyed with me. Of course, the Bible declares that others uh, did not really... See what Paul saw, but they saw the light and did not hear what Paul heard. But Paul, you know, heard certain things also. And he heard the voice of Jesus speaking to him, even though they all saw this light and, you know, praise God. Verse 14, And when we were all fallen to the earth, I heard a voice speaking unto me and saying in the Hebrew tongue, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me it is hard for thee to kick against the bricks hallelujah it is hard for you to kick against these nail-like things hallelujah you know we are given a correction through certain nail-like things from the word of god just like you uh poke the the horse with your spurs and you you know get it in line so the word of God is like nails and Jesus is comparing all of this to himself and how he is like that nail that if you are dealing with believers you are actually dealing with nails hallelujah and it's very hard you will get poked even though it was not Jesus himself in quote that he was terrorizing and persecuting but instead believers like Stephen he said It was nails. It was himself. Praise God. So don't be uh, scared of the nails and the pokings of the word of God. Hallelujah. They do have that effect. Verse 15. And I said, who art thou, Lord? And he said, I am Jesus whom thou persecutest. I am Jesus whom thou persecutest. Glory to God. You know, Jesus said that if you did it to the least of his brethren, you are doing it unto him. Even a cup of cold water given to the brethren in the name of Jesus would have a reward. Hallelujah. Jesus has put it like that. And that is the way he sees us. That is the viewpoint of heaven. And that when you minister to the saints, you are ministering to him. And that he does not forget these things. He is not unrighteous to forget that labor of love and that act and good work that you showed towards them and it was his desire that we continue like that all the way diligently to the end hallelujah and that diligence to continue to the end sometimes is a challenge praise God because every now and then you know our natural thinking fallen thinking gets in the way hallelujah just like gravity everything goes down but He came in contact with the Lord Jesus on that road. And verse 16 says, Rise and stand upon thy feet. For I have appeared unto thee for this purpose. To make thee a minister and a witness. Both of these things which thou hast seen. And of those things in which I will appear unto thee. Hallelujah. And that word Minister, there again is this rowing thinking, the under rower. Imagine after all of that you meet Jesus and then you find out that you have been enlisted to be a slave that is rowing in the belly of that ship chained to a post to the drum beat of the master and uh, whatever they give you that's what you will take and whatever the master has To say that is what you obey That's the fear of God Hallelujah That was the purpose for which he was called Amen So he was literally on his face there And the Lord told him to stand up You come in contact with the glory of God You hit the floor (laughs) He had to be told to stand up on his feet Of course he was blind And he had no interest in anything For at least three days Praise God. Hallelujah. And uh, straightway after that, he went and began to minister these kind of truths. And the persons who were affected said, The one who destroyed Jesus is now preaching him. Wow. Hallelujah. What a U-turn his life took. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Delivering thee from the people, verse 17, And from the Gentiles unto whom now I send thee to open their eyes, to turn them from darkness to light, power of Satan unto God, that they may receive forgiveness of sins and inheritance among them which are sanctified by faith that is in me. Whereupon, O King Agrippa, I was not disobedient unto the heavenly vision. Praise God. But showed first unto them of Damascus and at Jerusalem and throughout all the coasts of Judea then to the Gentiles that they should repent and turn to God and do works meet for repentance. And he suffered for that. The Jews caught him and tortured him. But praise God, he just um, was so affected that he had to make adjustments constantly and say, I had such a life, I was such a guy, I was very educated, I was so up in society, but I count it all as done. Just to serve this great God, this Holy One that I met on the road to Damascus. And that happens to be our Lord also. His Lord and our Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. So these kind of thoughts are there. Let's see if we can hear some of it in Canada also. Um, Maybe we can read from um, verse 10 all the way to that verse there. Praise God.
2: 21 Yerusalem in Ali, Nanu Hage, Madidalade, Pradana, Yajakarinda, Adikara, and no Padadu, Parishuddarali, Anakaran, Nanu Sereli, Haki Sidenu, Matra Valade, Avaru Kollal Pataga, Adeke, Nanu Sammati Patino. Idulla De Pratyundu ಮಂದಿರದಲ್ಲಿ Mandira Dalli Nanu Anekasari Awaranu Shikshisi Avaru ಮಾಡುವಂತೆ Madhuvante Utaya ಮತ್ತು ಅವರ Awaram Mele Mahako Podreka Dinda Bare Patanagalatanaka Avaranu Himsisi Denu. Idalla De Pradana Yajakarinda Adikaravannu O राजने, Ne, Nanu Dari Ellidaga Madhyana Dalli Nana Mattu Nana Jyoti Elli Prajana Madhut Tiddavara Suttalu Suryana Prakasha Kinta Hecchada Belaku Paraloka Dinda Prakashi Sutti Rudannu Nanu Kandenu Navill Laru Nelaky Biddaga Saulane अधिक ನಾನು नानो ನೀನು नीनु यारु ಕೇಳಿದಿನು, ಆಗ ಆತನು आगा आतनो नीनु हिंसे पड़ी सुवाएं सुवे नानो आदरे नीनु इंदु निंतु को नीनु नोडी दवुगड़ा मत्तु नानु निन्नगे प्रत्यक्ष वागी तिरिया पड़ी सुवागुगड़ा विषय वागी निन्ननु ಅನ್ಯ नागियो साक्षीय नागियो அவர் Galan Nutere Vadaku Mattu Kattali in the Bedaki Gu Saitanana ಅವರು Devara Kadege Avaranu Tiruvisu Vadaku Avarunanalli Iduva Nambike in Daguva Papakshamapanianu Pavitra Radhawaralli Swastyavannu Hundavan Te Madhuadakagi Nanu. ಆದರೆ Avaru, Manasantarapatu, Devarakadeg, Tirugi <laughs> Kundu, Manasantarapatta, the Kagi, Yogi, Vada, Kriagalanu, Madabe, Kindu, Varigu, Yerusalem in a leu, Yuda, the and Yajananga, the the Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So the, the, the one that they
0: were persecuting was the same Jehovah that the Jewish people claimed to be worshipping. But something had not been clarified. It did not shine in. It did not register on the inside of them. And that's the difference. You and I accepted him and saw that this was the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. And we called him our Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. So it's possible for people to claim that they're worshipping him. Meantime, they are crucifying Him. Hallelujah. It's so amazing. It's such, such an amazing, amazing disparity there that these things are um, <laughs> powerful, powerful. We need to see it through the Word of God. Otherwise, the natural man cannot receive these things. They are really uh, a veiled, a secret kind of thing. Hallelujah! And Paul, continuing his conversation, in verse 28, said, Then Agrippa said unto Paul, Almost thou persuadest me to be a Christian. Hallelujah. And Paul said, I wish that you were not just, you know, anything less, but a total believer. And they were going on, and um, glory to God, it's, it's nice to see how these things just go on. But there was a testimony in verse 24. And as he thus spake for himself, Festus said with a loud voice, Paul, thou art beside thyself. Much learning doth make thee mad. He said, you are a madman. You've studied so much, you, you've become a nutcase. But he said, I am not mad, most noble Festus. But speak forth the words of truth and soberness. Hallelujah! Glory to God! So they may seem like absolute madness that you are thinking like this and you are acting in this manner, that you are misguided and you have been brainwashed and you have become a nutcase. But thank God you're not alone. Hallelujah! And this is the truth, and these are the words of truth and sober thinking. Hallelujah! Let's hear us
2: twenty four and twenty five also in canada sure. Glory to God. One
0: of the very educated people of his day was Daniel. He was a very, very educated person, very scholarly person, that people regarded him as one of those very wise people. And uh, even in Babylonian captivity, they finally saw the superiority of his understanding and how he knew more than all those people that were there counseling the, the king and so on. But in one of his revelations, this is what he says in Daniel chapter 7, Over there, in the ninth verse, he said, I beheld till the thrones were cast down, and the ancient of days did sit, whose garment was white as snow, and hair of his head like the pure wool. His throne was like the fiery flame, and his wheels as burning fire. Hallelujah. Verse 10, A fiery stream issued and came forth from before him, Thousand, thousands ministered unto him. Ten thousand times, ten thousand stood before him. The judgment was set. The books were opened. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You can see that in this revelation, this heavenly unveiling, you can see that there are thousands, thousands, thousands ministering to this Holy One that sits on the throne. Praise God. Thousands can see and worship Him perfectly. Worshipping Him as flames and fiery streams issue out from His throne. His hair like wool, pure wool. Thrown like a flame. Hallelujah. Hmm. What a person. And they are worshipping Him and ministering to Him perfectly. Praise God. Then verse 13 says, I saw in the night visions... Destroyed. Oh, hallelujah. So he, here he sees someone like the Son of Man coming to the one that sat on the throne. And you know that that's Jesus coming to the Father's throne. Hallelujah. What a sight this man saw. Dominion and glory and kingdom. For every language should serve him. Every dominion should worship him. A kingdom that never passes away. That shall never be destroyed. What an ushering in of a sudden thinking that he saw it all. Praise God. And they worship him perfectly. And therefore, you and I, imperfect people with earthen vessels, are just given a privilege to worship this Holy One. Like I said on Sunday, some people say, God is so needy. He just needs this and he needs that and he wants this and he wants that. Well, actually, it's just a privilege that you have while you are in this imperfect condition to worship the one that is being worshipped in perfection by thousands and thousands in the spirit realm. They are worshipping him perfectly, crying out to him day and night in his perfect glory. I mean, what a privilege that you and I can see that and worship him. And our flesh cries out and says no. And fights against it. And all of that stuff. When he says lift up holy hands. And worship him without wrath and doubt. Our hands don't want to go up you know. There is this gravity that's trying to pull us down. And he says lifting up holy hands. Which is like your whole life. Your work. Everything. Worshiping him. And we're like no but I can't do that. I I cannot worship you with my work. Everything else except my work. When it comes to my work, I cannot worship you. With everything else, I can worship you with it. And we have all these limitations because we live in the natural realm. And we cannot see this glorious provision in the spirit that we are actually keepers of these mysteries. We are the ones with these mysteries, with these secrets. We are the ones carrying these realities. It is clear to us and that's why we accepted Jesus because we were conscious of this kingdom conscious of this person that is above all other glory that shines brighter than the noonday sun that is higher than any other name and you chose but then because we live in a natural world and we get a look up there at the deck and we see the scenery our minds are turning against some of these instructions and so Paul said I I pray And I believe my confidence in Christ is that you will do it and continue to do it. Your heart being directed by the mercy and the love of God to the patient waiting of Christ. Enduring again and again, one day at a time. We need to be corrected and kept back into that place that we realize we just honoring Him is a privilege. Just thanking Him and lifting up hands to Him is a privilege. He is getting perfect worship in the throne room right now. And you and I, uh, we can just join in and say hallelujah. What an honor, what a privilege to worship you, to minister in Jesus' name, just to do anything for you, to be an under rower, to be anything. Your slave, your servant is just an honor. It's just a privilege. Hallelujah. Se prende breveto por I will even speak with tongues that I don't understand. My tongue is yours. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Let's see if we can put this down also in Canada. Daniel, the 7th chapter, verse 9 and 10, and then 13 and 14.
2: नानु नोड्टित्त दा ಸಿಂಹಾಸನಗಳು शिम्हासन ಅದರ हाकल पट्टू अदरम मेले पूर्विकन ಹಿಮದಂತೆ कुलितु ಆತನ आतन अवस्त्रवो हिमदंते बिलुपागीयो आतन तले कुदलु शुद्ध उन्नयंते यो आतन शिम्हासन अग्निज्वाले आतन सन्निदान अदिंडा ಹೊರಟು प्रवाहु ಸಹಸ್ರ बंदितु सहस्र ಸೇವೆ आतनी के सेवे मारी दरु लक्षो पलक्षा आतन मुंदे निंतिव दरु न्याय सभेय वरु कुतु कुण्ड दरु मत्तु पुस्तक अग्रो तेरेल पट्टवु नानु कंडर रात्रिया दर्शन अदल्ली Right. Glory to
0: God. So the stone that was not cut by any man's hand is the Lord Jesus and he is a rock of offense and he is the one that you have chosen. Definitely... Everything may not be nice and cushy because he is an offense to the natural realm. Sometimes we have to come in contact with that. Glory to God. And realize the privilege to serve him who lives in glory. Hallelujah. And the interesting thought there is that we are now the temple bearing him. We are carrying these secrets. On the inside. And Paul said, What? Know you not that you are the temple of the Holy Spirit? That you're not your own? You're bought with a price? You are not yours? You've been purchased. You belong to Him. That you are carrying Him now. So worship is not when you come to church and lift up hands. It's actually from knowing this on a daily basis as you're living out there. What a chance to just worship Him and thank Him that it started on the inside of you that consciousness rose up and your hands went up and you said thank you for the privilege of knowing you and serving you right now in this fallen realm oh we give you thanks we give you thanks we give you thanks but these words have to come to us every now and then and line us up and correct us because there's so much to do with the invisible realm the secret realm the mysteries of the kingdom hallelujah glory to God Let's look at another scripture in First Chronicles 29 uh, from the life of David in his last days as he was about leaving the planet. These are his last days there. And uh, you know that man was quite great that Jesus actually was named the son of David and came from his throne. From verse 11 he says, Thine, O Lord, this is... First Chronicles 29, from the 11th verse, Thine, O Lord, is the greatness and the power and the glory and the victory and the majesty for all that is in the heaven and in the earth is thine. Thine is the kingdom, O Lord. Thou art exalted as head above all. Hallelujah. This is a king. This is a very prosperous king, a very royal person, now giving worship to the one who made him king. Hallelujah. Both riches and honor come of thee. Thou reignest over all, and in thy hand is power and might, and in thy hand it is to make great and to give strength unto all. Hallelujah. Now, therefore, our God, we thank thee and praise thee, thy glorious name. But who am I and what is my people? That we should be able to offer so willingly after this sort. For all things come of thee, and of thine own have we given thee. For we are strangers before thee, and sojourners as were all our fathers. Our days on the earth are as a shadow, and there is none abiding. O Lord our God! All this store that we have prepared to build thee in house for thine holy name cometh of thine hand and is all thine own. I know also, my God, that thou triest the heart and hast pleasure in uprightness as for me. And he goes on, I have offered willingly all these things. Now have I seen with joy thy people which are present here to offer willingly unto thee. O Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, our fathers, keep this forever in the imagination of the thoughts of the heart of thy people and prepare their heart unto thee. You can see, therefore, that there is a prayer of all of this wonderful, glorious giving powerful nature of God and the reality of being able to serve him and do anything for him to be kept in the imagination forever because it can go it may not be kept so there's a prayer that this be kept That this is who you are. And we have a privilege to offer to you. From your own giving nature you have given. From your own glory that you have given. We can give you back and honor you. And we must have these thoughts in our imagination. And our hearts will be prepared properly to serve you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord Jesus. Praise the Lord Jesus. Praise the Lord Jesus. All of these statements are coming from a man who is less than John the Baptist. All of these statements are coming from a man who did not carry the Spirit of God and the throne of the God that he served like you and I. We are the address and the carriers of this glory on the earth. What a privilege. What a privilege. But it is in our own nature and in our own flesh that the battle is being raged. And it is our own hands that we find hard to lift up to Him. It is our own voice that we find hard to raise up for Him. It is our own legs that we find hard to walk for Him. Because our imaginations have to be arranged and taught and trained again and again and again. Hence we have this wonderful word, the Word of God to train us, to adjust us, arrange us, and focus us to where we came from and who we are worshipping and what an honor it is to know him and live for his glory. Wonderful Jesus. Hallelujah. Maybe we can hear some of these things also in Canada. Praise God. Um, 11 and all the way to 13 in Canada, first of all. (laughs)
2: Kartane, <laughs> Dordastikeu Parakramavu Saundarevu Jayavu Mahimeyunin Nade, Akashagalaliu Bhumialliu Iruvadellan in Nade, Kartane, Raja ನೀನು Ninadu, Ninu Samastakku Tale Agi ನಿನ್ನ Aishwarevu Ganavunina Bali Inda Bharuttade. Ninu Samastawanu Aluwata Nagiddi, Shaktiu Parakramavu Adadarinda Glory to God, Hallelujah. Maybe we can uh, hear
0: 18 uh, also in Canada.
2: Namma pitru abrahakam isap lina dewara kartane idanlu ninna janara hrudaya Negala Bhavane kapadi avara
0: Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So here we are uh, in the midst of it all, coming to the very end of the days where the Son of Man, the Lord Jesus Christ, is going to come and take us home. And We are in the very closing days of that dispensation known as the church age, the blessed age. Praise God. Hallelujah. Oh, what a privilege. What an honor. Others have passed on. Others have gone. They are back with daddy. Here we are. Praise God. May we be strengthened to see all of this clearly. Thank you, Jesus. Let's look at another scripture as we ponder these things. Paul speaking to the uh, folks from Athens and people of a Greek tendency who were very superstitious in Acts chapter 17, made this speech and statement. Notice there in verse 24 onwards, some very interesting thoughts. He said, God that made the world and all things therein, seeing that He is Lord of heaven and earth, dwelleth not in temples made with hands. Hmm. Neither is worshipped with men's hands as though he needs it anything, seeing he giveth to all life and breath and all things. So it's not that he needs anything. He doesn't need anything from anybody. He's the only person who needs nothing, who is self-sufficient, the self-sufficient one. He doesn't need anything from anybody. He's receiving perfect worship right now from the realms that you and I are just trying to imagine. He's receiving uh, the worship and adoration of holy beings that are saying holy, 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 non-stop. They are actually worshipping Him, falling before Him right now. And David said, everything I have came from you. It is from you that riches and honor and life come. Everything we have, our breath comes from you. So this idea that He needs something is actually a joke. He doesn't need anything. It is a privilege for you to be able to give Him anything. To just give Him anything is because He gave you life. Because you are alive because of Him and you can. So we seize the opportunity. Verse 25. Neither is worshipped with men's hands as though he needed anything, seeing he giveth life, giveth to all life and breath and all things. Because of Him we are alive. Because of Him we have anything at all. 26. And has made of one blood of all nations of men, to dwell on the... On all the face of the earth And has determined the times before appointed This age of grace was determined by him And is going to be shut down shortly And the bounds of the habitation Where you are living right now Is it in God's will or not? You have to figure that out But that is his plan That you be at the right place at the right time At the right dispensation And you are here in 2022 That they should seek the Lord. This is the whole duty. They should seek the Lord. That's not, uh, you know, going off the charts here. It looks like madness, but that is the plan of God. They should seek the Lord. Not this and that and the other. Those things are just getting in the way sometimes. That they should seek the Lord. If happily they may feel after him and find him, though he be not far from every one of us. For in him we live. And move and have our being As certain also of your own poets have said For we are also his offspring Glory to God There we are In a nutshell you can see This is the reason why we are here To seek him Other things are not necessarily uh, Here for any other reason But to make it possible for you To seek him better To serve him better And if those things are a hindrance, might as well drop it. Because of the superiority of the revelation of God and His Word, some things may have to fall into the background and not take preeminence. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I believe we've spoken a lot of things. I would like to give us a little chance to hear in Canada also from verse 24 and um, 28.
2: Jagatan no other Lirua, Untu Madida, Devaru, Bumia, Kashagala, Ude, and Agiruva, the Vasa Maduatan Allah. Illave, Tane, Ella, Athanu Namali, Ubanigu, Dura, Vadavan, Ladidru, Avaru Kartan, and Nu Tadavadi, Kandukundare, no Indu, Modale, Nemaka, Vada, Kalagal, and no Avaranivasa, the Meregal, and no Nische Sidano Athana Rutteve, Nimma Swanta, Kavigal, and Liu Kilavaru, Santana, the Vare, Embadagi, Helidare.
0: So you can see there's only one person who has valued every tribe, every tongue every community and said we are made of one blood is the one that we are talking about his name is Jesus He is worthy of our worship and our praise and our whole duty in life is to seek him to live for him to honor him while we are in these earthen vessels and God is faithful He is keeping his word he's watching over his people his eyes are over you his ears are open to your prayers let us be conscious of these things as we proceed it's been a blessing. Thank you so much. Hallelujah. Let's worship Him. Braste bella We give you thanks. We give you praise for stirring us up to imagine these things, to think about these things, to be engaged in these thoughts, to know we have a privilege to serve you, to honor you, to live for you in any form. We give you thanks right now. You are worthy. Father God, in Jesus' name. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for revelation. Thank you for understanding. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you so much, team. Praise the Lord. If you'd like to give, this is a great opportunity. We give in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. God is faithful. You are blessed. Thank you so much. Hallelujah.